everybody, this is Sav, and I hope you're having a wonderful week. I'd like to welcome you to this week's Slugcast on coping with stress during the most stressful election, part two. I'm here with my co-host for the week, Cynthia. Hello. <laughs> and in this week's episode, we speak to a counselor at CAPS who is constantly working with students and helping them deal with stress. We learn about some resources on and off campus that students can utilize and what they can do to manage their mental health. Yeah, um, I think the interview went really well. Um, I think that a lot of the points that they covered are really applicable, not even just for the election stress or the fact that we're still having a lot of policy changes, even though I think it's been about two weeks now um, since we have a new president, but even things that we can apply to everyday life. And then if you're still going to, let's say grad school or undergrad, whatever you may be, this is things that you can apply during your regular schooling as well. Definitely. So let's hear what Jenner, the counselor at CAPS, had to say. So how are you, Jenner? (laughs) I'm doing good. Thank you. Yeah. And um, what exactly is CAPS? So CAPS is Counseling and Psychological Services. So we are here for all registered students, whether they are in Santa Cruz currently or not. Um, to help them with any mental health issues um, that they, you know, need some support with, whether it's, you know, long-term support that they need and helping whether them, um, you know, if we don't actually um, provide the services, we help them get connected off campus. If it's more short-term, we work with them. Everything right now is on Zoom. So, um, you know, there's a lot of different services that we offer to, you know, try to help students right now. That's wonderful. Um, I actually did have a quick question for you. Um, what made you decide wanting to become a counselor at CAPS? I think that's something pretty interesting to note. That's a great question that I don't get asked often. Um, So I've been in the mental health field since about 2000, and I started out working with young children. And young children, it's very exciting. I, I really wanted to work with a population where it's a huge change in their lives when there's so much development and growth happening. And I felt that the student population, for the majority of the student population, this was really a prime time where people get to really try to figure out who they are. There's so much going on uh, from their past and into moving into the future that there's just a lot of work that can be done regarding their mental health and self-identification. So, um, yeah, I think I just kind of... Um, came in and I fell in love with it right away. I love the student population, even when it's, you know, challenging and hard, the students are amazing and um, I love it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think that's really cool because I know that before I started college, everyone would always say that it's supposed to be like the greatest four years of your life. And then having expectations like that when you go in can be kind of damaging. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I hear that all the time that you know, people think this is going to be, you know, the best years, and especially people who've had difficulty in high school. I think that they come to college with this expectation that everything's going to be different and, you know, their whole life is going to change. And that's not always the case. And that um, happens to a lot of people. And one, you know, having them understand the normalcy of that and then also helping people try to connect because, you know, 
one thing about UC Santa Cruz in specifics is that you know, there's all the different colleges. And so if people get into a college where maybe they um, feel like they don't belong or they haven't really found their group of people that they can connect with, they often feel isolated. And so, you know, coming to CAPS where we have different resources of different like resource centers and different places that people can go to help out and get support from other peers and when they can get emotional support from us as well. Definitely. And um, just to go off of that, what do you mainly focus on at CAPS when you talk to students? So when I talk to students, um, you know, I notice that there's a lot of anxiety going around. Um, You know, right now, one with, you know, everything going on, whether it's the pandemic, um, the political situation going on, or, you know, social injustice is happening. There's just a lot of anxiety happening. Um, and that's on top of the, uh, the typical day-to-day anxiety that, you know, of school, of family, peers, um, you know, graduating, finding a job, all of those things. So, you know, that's one of the things I usually assess for um, right away and then kind of go from there. But I I feel like there is a lot of anxiety floating around out there. Yeah, I can definitely kind of like bump along that. Um, Coming in as this is my second quarter here at UCSC, I just transferred over from a community college in Southern California. And unfortunately, I did not have the time to get to experience the campus and have that support in person. But I'm actually pretty happy of the support that I've been able to get via like Zoom through the CAP services. I think that they've definitely given me the time and they've given me the patience to listen to my stress, especially while I feel like I'm completely, I'm having imposter syndrome right now and it's pretty bad. But I think CAPS has definitely been a very powerful resource to use, especially during remote learning. Um, And I actually did want to ask, what are some of the resources that are available right now, especially like during this like the election, not just election, it's already passed. The fact that now we have a new president and the fact that midterms are coming up as well. Um, what are some good resources that you can offer to help cope with those things that are on and off campus? Yeah, so I mean, first and foremost, we have individual therapy. So any registered student can call CAPS and schedule an initial assessment appointment to meet with a therapist and just talk about, you know, what's going on with them. Um, From there, there's a lot of other different options. So like I said, you know, I said anxiety. We have um, an anxiety toolbox um, series and it's three, um, three times one hour for three weeks. And that's a great way for people to come in. And, you know, that's really for people who don't feel comfortable talking about themselves, but want to get a lot of tools about how to help anxiety. Um, because there's no expectation of talking, of, um, you know, dealing into what's going on specifically with them. If they want to, then that's fine and great, but, you know, they definitely don't have to. Um, We have a lot of great groups out there. There are so many groups for, um, you know, for students in a lot of different areas. We have an undergraduate group, we have a graduate women's group, um, and on and on. I want to say we have about like 10 or something groups happening right now. Um, And, there are some that we added specifically for the political climate happening and all of the um, racial injustices happening in the world. Um, you know, I want to say right now, but they've been happening for, you know, for a long, long time. Right. But, um, you know, they're just kind of coming out more and more right now. Um, so we definitely added um, more groups in that regard. Um, and then we have what's called Let's Talk, 
And that's really for people who just want to um, have like a consultation with a therapist. It's definitely not therapy, but they just want to maybe kind of put their toes in and see what it's like, so to speak, and um, talk to a therapist for about 20 minutes about something, you know, a specific situation they have. And maybe from there, they'll feel more comfortable calling in and getting an appointment with um, a CAPS therapist. Is, um, is Let's Talk over Zoom or is it just like a phone call? Um, right now, everything is over Zoom. Um, if someone doesn't have access to Zoom, then they can definitely use the phone, but it is over Zoom. Yes. That's awesome. We really don't want to stop anyone from accessing our services right now. So um, even though everything is remote, if, you know, they're having problems with access, you know, they can always call us and we'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really great how many resources there are just like through UC Santa Cruz because I know how difficult it can be to find a therapist if you're not going through the school. Yeah and you know well we offer short-term therapy um, you know for people who want more longer-term therapy we can help them get connected to an off-campus therapist. So you know we have case managers that are there to help students because it is challenging Um, you know if people have the ship insurance we know that um, piece, but if they have private insurance, we can help them access resources through their private insurance, get connected, find a therapist they feel comfortable with. Um, mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, everything right now is through Zoom, but that opens up more resources for students because you know they don't just have to stick with Santa Cruz County therapists now. So that is one of the positive things. Cool. Which that actually kind of really made me think about something as well. I know that sometimes it does take a bit of time to actually get access to those services. It might take a couple of hours or a couple of days, depending if you're doing it with campus or if you're doing it off of campus, which kind of made me think, what are some ways that you could recommend the students to help them feel at ease? Like for me, um, I know that maybe about like breathing exercises, any mantras, or something that really came to mind was cognitive reframing. Do you want to maybe expand on these or something else? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think what you said is great. Absolutely. I mean, you know, my first go-to is always deep breathing because when we can just sit down for a moment, you know, connect to our breath, connect to our body, you know, relax ourselves and just take a moment to be present within ourselves and in our situation. It really can calm us down and change our perspective on things. Um, so I, I always suggest first and foremost, and it take 20 minutes and you can be in the middle of class and do it. I mean, you, you don't have to kind of, you know, go away somewhere quiet and remote and private to do it, you know, just really um, just close your eyes for 20 seconds, take some deep breaths, it's amazing how powerful that can be. Um, so while that's number one, you know, the second thing I recommend is doing some kind of guided meditation. Um, we have resources on our website, which is um, caps.ucsc.edu. And if you go to the reference tab, we have a lot of guided meditations. Um, and actually new for students, I believe it's quarter, we're doing a... Um, a drop in 30 minute guided restoration. And that's exactly what it's for, for students to just drop in and do a 30 minute guided deep breathing breathing meditation. Um, and when I first heard, it, I was like, wow, I wanna sign up for that because I mean, I think we all could use that right now. Um, and again, it's just to help us stay connected to our body, realize um, you know how tight sometimes our muscles can get when we're so um, anxious or depressed and to just kind of relax our body, relax our mind, and that just helps us to be in more a relaxed, calm state. 
Um, and then, you know, another piece I want to say is for, um, you, I think you said CBT, and which is cognitive behavioral therapy. A lot of people have um, negative self-talk. And that's when we really put ourselves down. And it can be for big things and it could be for very little things. So, you know, that it takes a lot of work to really change our negative self-talk. Um, but to just take it one little step at a time and not put pressure on yourself. And I always say, you know, the first step with that is to just notice it, to just be like, oh, look, there it is. Oh, there it is again. There's a, there's a self-talk. There it is negative again. And if we just kind of start paying attention to it, that's when we can start saying, okay, that's the first step. And then when we have it to say, okay, I'm going to try and change, you know, every, you know, once every three times, I'll change it to a positive self-talk and, you know, just add something positive in there. So just, you know, I think giving yourself a lot of credit and just taking things slowly and know that it's a process, but we're here for you. And, you know, we have a lot of different resources. Like I said, we have a CAPS website with a lot of different resources. And I suggest people take a look at that. Cool. Thank you so much for all of that. That's that's a lot to take in at, at first, but I'm really hoping that everybody can take really good advantage of all of these resources and all of the really great tips and things that you've given us right now. I think that even after this podcast, they're done listening to it, go check it out. I think this is very useful things that, you know, maybe keep them in the back of your mind, keep them in the back burner. But if you really like, you're thinking about it now, like, you know what, maybe I should go check out CAPS. Maybe these resources can help me out like within 20 minutes before class starts, like make an appointment. Absolutely. And we have a lot of things where there's no commitment. Like I said, the, you know, drop in 30 minute um, restoration, you know, there's no commitment to it. It's 30 minutes, check it out, you know, and, and see what you think. Um, you know, and if you like that, you know, maybe drop into a, um, a anxiety toolbox. And again, you know, it's three, it's three times, which is one hour each time. But beyond that, there's no commitment, you know, so try it out, give yourself three hours, see what you think. And then if you like that, give us a call and schedule an individual appointment if you feel like you still need it. Or maybe even, you know, all you needed were those things and you're now, you know, feeling better and got some tools. That's awesome. I think I'm definitely going to sign up for the guided meditation. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. This is wonderful. And, you know, if anyone has any questions, take a look at our website. We've got a lot of great information on that or give us a call and, um, you know, just check in with one of our therapists. We're we're here for you all. Wow. Um, I actually really, I feel like I learned a lot more from Jenna during this interview than I kind of already knew before and that's kind of sad saying that like I'm a psychology student and I should know a lot about like this kind of (laughs) stuff but I think it's really cool to be humbled down and to really be like this like to be told by them it's like you know what you should maybe try this other stuff this might actually work like you know I don't know how else to describe it but it's like have you ever heard that yeah sometimes it's really difficult to take your own advice but you will take it even though it's like the same words, but as long as it's repeated from somebody else, like you'll definitely do it. Oh yeah, definitely. And I also thought it was really interesting when she said that being in college is a critical point in mental health and self-identification. And that just goes to show how important it is if you're a student right now to just take a step back and examine your own mental health. Yeah, I think that's something that we definitely should 
we we definitely put aside and I think that it's something that we shouldn't be brushing off. I know that we have that tendency to think, oh wait, no, um, I'll just do this assignment real quick and then after that I'll make time for myself. Or, uh, you know what, maybe um, I know I have like three other assignments to do. Maybe I should just cram them in all at once and then that way I can have the afternoon off. Um, mm-hmm. No, please, please don't do that. Um, I've made that mistake. Um, I've yeah. paid for it. Um, and it's not going to be good in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, you should definitely, please, this is, this is a point where if you burn yourself out, that's it. Like you really lose all track and all motivation to even continue. Like Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we're all guilty of that, all students. And and I appreciate how accessible the mental health resources are through the school and how you can access them from anywhere. You don't need to be in Santa Cruz because they're online right now. And um, I know it can be discouraging to find a therapist, so it's really nice how you can do things that are a little bit less emotionally exhausting, like just logging into a meditation session or anxiety toolbox, like the ones that she was talking about. Um, and speaking of which, have you ever tried a CAPS activity? Actually, yeah, I have. Like, um, now that you mentioned the anxiety toolbox, um, I actually intended their first session that they had during the fall quarter. And at first, I was kind of, like, really, like, cautious of it. I'm like, I don't even know if this is going to work. I mean, it's a group of us, one psychologist and a mentee, and then there's, like, three other students And we're just kind of at first, we were like awkwardly sitting in a Zoom call, just nobody really wanted to talk because it really is like a group therapy. That's basically what it was at first. Yeah. And it was pretty awkward. But then after maybe like a couple of minutes, like everybody just slowly opened up and then everybody like turned on their webcams. I was like, okay, like we're kind of cool with each other now. Like we don't mind like kind of knowing that the person who's saying these worries and stressors like they're putting their face out there yeah and just a lot of the things that the psychologist spoke to us about like i think one thing that really stuck with me and i had never learned in class and now i try to apply it as much as possible um it was called cognitive reframing and i think that that has been like one of the most useful things i I picked up on especially like with the anxiety toolbox yeah i cannot i cannot thank them enough for that (laughs) i should definitely know what that is because i'm a cognitive science major but i don't even know what that is so i'm gonna have to go to anxiety toolbox so yeah like um cognitive reframing if i can just put it like boil it down into one simple little thing it's pretty much that you have to acknowledge that there's definitely dozens of potential reasons that a problem might be persisting and it's not necessarily like it's not just your fault it's not because you messed up there's definitely it's trying to change your mindset to put less self-blame and to try to logically and try to analyze the situation and to try to come up with more rational ideas as to maybe why things aren't working out and then from there that you've taken that step back, you can try to work through and say, okay, maybe this other reason that's completely out of my control is the reason why I'm feeling so stressed. And because it is out of my control, at least I can just try to maneuver around it and hopefully that'll help me feel a little bit better. Uh, I don't know if that made any sense. Um, Oh yeah, I'm just- (laughs) That's really interesting. I feel like that should be something that students are taught in from the start, like from the get-go. That just seems like a, a term that everybody should know about. 
Yeah, but I honestly, I cannot thank the Anxiety Toolbox enough for that. And they helped me a lot with like planning everything out and like scheduling things. And if it weren't for them, I would not be using a planner this quarter as much as I have ever used a planner before. Yeah. It really has helped me. Like they told me like, you're really like feeling overwhelmed with like all the work you have to do. Write it out on your planner. And then that way, you know, for sure that since you've written it down, it's not going to be in the back of your mind. You already have it physically written down somewhere. Mm-hmm. So... So I just want to close this podcast by saying that I think there's a lot of anxiety when it comes to therapy and therapy seems to be something that people don't necessarily want to talk about. But the truth is, and we know this now, um, that mental health is just as important as physical health. And that means it should be totally normalized for people to go to therapy and utilize mental health resources. As conscious beings, every day we question ourselves and the human condition and talking to someone about it and relieving that existential stress should be just as normal as going on a bike ride. Um, I'm a firm believer that everyone can benefit from therapy and that it's not only for a certain group of people, it's for all of us. And so with that being said, go check out the CAPS website. Also, check out our website for Slugcast. It should be up soon. Yeah, hopefully we'll have that up pretty soon. Um, Same thing with our social media. Hopefully that'll be up pretty soon. Um, But I'm hoping that by the time you hear this, um, that stuff will be up. (laughs) So if you really did enjoy this, I would really, really ask you, please check out all of our other co-workers podcast. I think they have such wonderful topics. We all talk about different things, different ideas. We all have different vibes, but hopefully you'll catch on with somebody who you really like or check everybody out if you like all of us. (laughs) Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We are Slugcast. I'm Sav. And, and, yeah, you are Cynthia. (laughs) Hello, Cynthia. Bye, y'all. Thank you.